Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of BBP News and another episode of Eye on the Ball. We are back once again for another sports show, another Tuesday, another sports show. That's how it goes around here. And we've definitely got some things to talk about, mainly in baseball. We're focusing purely on the MLB this week. We're kind of caught in between this weird little area, you know. The Women's World Cup is over now, so there's nothing really to talk about there. There is some news regarding Spain, the winners of the Women's World Cup, but we're not going to get into that today. Uh, We might get into that in a new show, actually. We'll see uh, how we're feeling about that, but you can definitely catch us talking about it on Clubhouse later today. We will go into some details there about it, but the NFL season, not starting just yet. It's not starting yet. Um, Next week, will be like two days before the season starts. And so I may, I may just give some predictions there on how I think the season will go. Maybe we'll go through the divisions and see what I'm thinking. But for now, we're just going to focus on baseball and we've got plenty to talk about here. So let's start out with my predictions from last week to just see how I did. How did I fare? So, we start off on a great note, actually, with the Orioles versus the Blue Jays. Orioles at home for this series. And I said that the Orioles would win this one two games to one. It was going to be a tough matchup. The Blue Jays, obviously a good team, still fighting for that wild card spot, although the wild card in the American League has become intense. Absolutely wacky. We'll get into that, I think, here in just a little bit. But the Blue Jays facing off the Orioles, like I, I <clears throat> the Orioles have just been too good. They've just been too solid this season, and I knew they were going to pull this one out. Despite the fact that they lost game one of the series, I never felt like they were going to lose the whole series itself. And they commanded the second game for sure, shutting the Blue Jays out. And then it was a close game in game three. Like, don't get me wrong. It wasn't exactly a blowout. It was five to three in that third game, but they still won it. It was a strong victory for them. The Orioles continue to dominate baseball and continue to lead the AL East. And so a correct prediction for me to start out and a good result for Baltimore. But moving forward here, and I have one that I am extremely angry about. Because we have the Marlins going up against the Padres. Now, in the episode, in the episode, I said that the Marlins would win the series two games to one on the road. Okay. In my notes, I wrote down that the Padres would win it. And I switched my answer when I recorded the show. Switched my answer because... At the last minute, I thought, there's no way. There's no way that this Marlins team, a playoff contender, goes out and loses this series against the Padres. They're going to continue to fight. They're going to continue to stay close in the wild card. No, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. No, they won't be fine. They won't be fine. They ended up losing the series two games to one. 
exactly as I initially thought when I wrote those predictions, but I didn't stick to it. I didn't stick to it, so I got this one wrong. I won't give myself credit, no matter what I have written in the notes, but I should have had this one. That's frustrating. And then we have another heartbreaking result because I could have had this one correct as well, and that is the Phillies going up against the Giants. And I had the Phillies sweeping the series. I had them sweeping it, and it looked like they had it wrapped up. They won games one and two very easily, especially game one. They won that no problem. It was all down to game three, and it went into extra innings. It went to extra innings, and the Giants ended up winning it 8-6. to 8-6. Six. to six. The Phillies were so close. I was so close to having one of my sweet predictions be right. Oh, it hurts. And that's just another playoff picture that is becoming so intense. It's the NL wildcard. As the Phillies continue to hold a strong first wildcard spot right now, They are continuing to play just so well, so well. And the Giants are now floundering a little bit. They're now floundering a little bit just outside of the wild card with the Cubs and the D-backs taking over those, those spots. It's become insane to watch. Absolutely insane to watch. But I said this before. I think I said it last week. This playoff picture is becoming so exciting to watch. It's so exciting to watch the breakdown. The teams that are falling behind, the teams that are catching up and taking over. The D-backs looked doomed there for a moment, but now they have the second wild card spot. Or the third wild card spot, excuse me. They're behind the Cubs at the moment. But they hold the third wild card spot. The Giants have fallen out once again. The Reds are still fighting for that spot. It is so intense, y'all. So intense. And this was a great series to showcase that. But the Phillies did win the series. Two to one. But my prediction was technically wrong. I'm tempted to give myself half a point for the correct series winner but i don't know i leave that up to you guys one that i did get correct is the dodgers versus the red sox two games to one in favor of the dodgers pretty standard stuff in my book i didn't think the the red sox would go down without a fight but i knew they weren't winning the series something very interesting just worth mentioning is the fact that The NL and AL players of the week, Mookie Betts and Adam Duvall, played against each other this weekend. They played against each other this past weekend when the Dodgers were in Boston. And, of course, Mookie Betts got to have his return to Fenway, which is, you know, definitely an emotional moment for him and all the fans because he was such a beloved player in Boston. And so you had some very interesting moments for this series over the weekend, but at the end of the day, pretty standard result. I feel like this one seemed easy to predict, so I don't give myself too much credit, but it is a correct prediction nonetheless. And one that absolutely wasn't correct and one that is just absolutely insane to me was my prediction for the Rangers versus the Twins. And 
I don't know what happened to the Rangers here, but they are no longer in first place. They are no longer in first place in the in the AL West. So I almost said the NL West. No, the AL West. And I had them winning this series four to zero. I had them sweeping the Twins because all year the Rangers have dominated. All year this team has just been incredible to watch. They've been so much fun to watch, and the Twins have been average at best. Average at best. The Rangers absolutely collapsed. The Twins won this series three games to one. It included a 12-2 loss for the Rangers, as well as a 13-inning defeat. A 13-inning defeat. And so there were just some heartbreakers in this series for Texas. It just wasn't their weekend. It, it really was not their weekend. And another prediction that breaks my heart to round it out is the Reds versus the D-backs. I had this series being tied 2-2. Two to two. My thought process for this series was that it was going to be a frustrating series where neither team makes any ground on the wild card. That seemed like a fair prediction in my book. You know, these two teams have been tied or very close to tied with one another for a while now and so it seemed fair to say hey they've got a four game series they've been basically tied for a minute they're gonna tie each other no no they didn't tie each other the d-backs won this series three games to one although it came down to the very last game of the series where the d-backs did win it five to two so it wasn't exactly the closest game in the world But it was just a tough one to see because this one really did come down to that last Sunday game. And I could have had this prediction correct if the Reds had held together and found some runs and maybe their pitching had been a bit better, but it wasn't to be. So I got this one wrong. So I got two out of six, maybe two and a half on this one. It depends on how you feel with that sweet prediction. Uh, But at least two correct two and a half in my book i'm gonna give myself that extra half point maybe just because i need it because my predictions never seem to be quite on point but that being said we're gonna try again we're going to head into the predictions for this week as we have the rays versus the marlins in a two-game set and unfortunately for the marlins i think they're going to continue to struggle They're going to continue to struggle. The Rays have won, I believe, it's six series in a row, and they have a two-game set here. They had the day off yesterday, and so I think they'll be just fine in this one. I think they win this series two games to zero. The Marlins going to continue to fall back in that wildcard race. I think they're going to come up just short, although... They're still not going to be a mile away after this series sweep. So who knows? Who knows? It's going to be hard to tell where they go from here. If they can pull themselves back together, they have an entire month to catch back up. And that wild card race is so open right now that it's very possible that they get back into it. But speaking of open wild card races, the AL wild card race has become so fascinating. And that's because the Mariners 
refuse to lose. They refuse to lose at the moment and have taken over the AL West. They now lead the AL West. They're not fighting for a wild card now. No, they're in first ahead of the Rangers, ahead of the Astros. And now those two teams hold the other two wild card spots alongside the Rays. Alongside the Rays. And so this race has become so interesting and it really creates a different picture from what we were seeing before. Now there's a wider gap for these teams to cross the ones that are chasing down the wildcard teams. There's a wider gap. It's going to be more difficult. It's going to get stressful as we move into the final month of the regular season. And I cannot wait to see how this plays out, you know. Honestly, I'm still more excited for the NL wildcard. That race is so open, it's not even fair. But the AL wildcard will be an excitement as well. Next, we have the Brewers facing off against the Cubs. And we're going to check one thing real quick. Actually, no, we don't need to. We don't need to. The Brewers won game one. The Brewers won game one of this set, and it is because of that that I get to predict that they are going to sweep the series against the Cubs 3-0. to zero. The Brewers have been playing good baseball lately. They have actually massively improved from how they were playing before. And the Cubs, yes, they've been pretty good in the second half. They've been good enough to grab a wild card spot here where they were kind of floundering in the first half of the season. So they've definitely come back and they've definitely improved, but this is going to be the Reds opportunity. This is going to be the opportunity for teams like the Reds, the Giants, the Marlins to come back if they can, if they can, I especially stress that for the Marlins to come back if they can, because they're going to have an opening because the Cubs are going to just be smacked around by this Brewers team, which seems to be getting hot towards the end of the season like they tend to do this is what milwaukee does they get hot towards that last month and they ensure that they take the first place crown this has been their story for the past number of years now you don't know whether they're going to win it at first there might be some other teams that grab it for a little bit whether that be the cardinals in seasons past the cubs the reds have held it this year the pirates held it in the early stages of the season for just a moment so you never really knew what this brewers team was going to do but the thing about them is that they were at least consistent they were at least consistent and holding steady there at the beginning of the season. And now they're getting hot as a result. They are fighting now as a result. And they are looking to dominate the NL Central for the rest of the season. And they're going to do it right here against the Chicago Cubs in this three-game set. So, wild card teams in the NL. This is your call. This is your opportunity to take Chicago's spot. And I'm very interested to see what happens. And one of those teams looking to do that, actually two teams looking to do that, are the Reds and the Giants. The Reds and the Giants looking to take Chicago's spot. And who is going to do it? Well, I think the Reds are going to have a series victory here and thus take that third spot. 
They're going to take that third spot. I just see it happening. The Giants have not been playing the best baseball as of late. They're 3-7 and seven in their last 10, and so this is the Reds' opportunity, who haven't been playing fantastic baseball either. They're 5-5 five and five in their last 10, but, but they just convince me more. The Giants have been so inconsistent, and the thing about the Reds is that, yes, they haven't been the most consistent team in the world, not by any means, but I feel like they have been less streaky and more reliable than the Giants. So if there's anyone out of these two that is going to grab that third wildcard spot from the Cubs, it's going to be Cincinnati. It's going to be Cincinnati. So a two to one series victory for them. No sweep. The Giants will win a game here to pull it back a bit, but the Reds will prevail in this one. And moving into the second half of the week, and we turn it right around with the Reds again and the Cubs again. These two teams get to face off in Cincinnati. And this is going to be a very interesting one. And in my notes, I have that the Cubs win this one two to one. But I'm going to do something that I'm probably going to regret. And I'm going to swap it. I think the Reds just overtake the Cubs. I think we're going to see a strong end of the season from Cincinnati. It is very easy to say that they're going to start floundering, that they are going to start pulling back after they just haven't been all that hot lately. Again, they're just kind of holding steady, holding afloat five and five in their last 10, but I just see a strong September from them. Look at where they've come from. No one expected them to have a playoff type season no no one expected them to take a run at it and yet here they are here they are so i absolutely see them doing it here and they're going to win the series against the cubs two to one two to one and we can clip this and show my regret next week and then we have the twins facing off against the rangers in texas in arlington and i have the rangers sweeping this one this is a foolish Foolish, foolish prediction, especially after the last series that these two played. But here's the thing. The Rangers have played very well at home this season. The Twins have a below 500 record on the road. And so this is going to be the Rangers opportunity. Take advantage of this, Texas. Get back up on your feet and retake your crown in the AL West. Do not settle for a wild card spot. Don't do it. They have what it takes to take first place. Now is the time to do it against the Twins team that, yes, are in first place, but only because the AL Central is not a good division. They're not a good division. You know, you can see it. You can see it. Their next closest team is far below 500. Far below 500. The Twins themselves only have a record of 69 and 63. The first place team is only six games above 500. So, Rangers, come on. Come on. Win this one. Three games to zero. Sweep them at home. Let's go. And to round it out, probably the most intense matchup out of this list, the Braves versus the Dodgers, two teams that are on fire this season, two teams who have been so hot as of late, who are just dominating baseball. 
the Braves and the Dodgers, and they're in Los Angeles for game set, and I have no winner, y'all. I wish I could pick one. I wish I could pick a winner for these two teams, but both are good in their respective spots. LA has played well at home. Atlanta has played well on the road. Both of these teams are playing so well. They've got great offenses, great pitching, and I cannot pick a winner for this one. It's like trying to predict a four-game all-star game or a yeah, a four-game series for an all-star series. So it, it, oh, it's just going to be so intense, y'all. I've got nothing for this one. Two to two is my prediction, and I'm just going to hope that that turns out to be the case because I cannot predict a final winner in this one. But moving away from predictions and moving into some news before we close it out here. And LA is struggling. Los Angeles is having a hard time when it comes to injuries. And you might be asking me, which team? Both. Both the Angels and the Dodgers have suffered horrific blows to their staff. And to the Angels, this is heartbreaking because it's Shohei Otani that could be going up on the shelf here at the end of the season. It was announced on Wednesday that Shohei Otani suffered an urnal collateral ligament tear, a UCL tear in his elbow. And that will require surgery if it should be the case. Now, the good news for the Angels is that they haven't had to stop watching Otani play for them yet. He is still batting for them. He's not pitching, but he is still batting for them at the moment. And so the Angels fans still get to see Otani for a little bit longer in their uniform, batting for them, playing for them, hitting over 300 for them. But if that second opinion on the tear comes back and it is confirmed, it'll be a heartbreaking end to Otani's career in the Angels' colors. Because I do not believe that the Angels will be able to bring Otani back following this season. I just don't see a world in which he resigns. This is a team that has continued to flounder, that has not made it to the playoffs in all the years that Otani has been with them, which I believe is six years now, insanely. I just don't see him coming back. I don't see the Angels being able to pay him the money he's looking for. I don't see him wanting to come back for no playoffs, for no playoff baseball. He belongs in the playoffs. He belongs in a World Series. And so I believe he will sign with a team that will that will give him that, whether that's the Mets as they rebuild, whether that's the Dodgers, whether that's the Yankees, whether that's one of these other teams, maybe the Orioles go out and splash some money for him, although according to the remarks from the owners, they don't have enough money for a contract like that. But, you know, take that as you will. At the end of the day, if that tear comes back positive, 
then it's going to be a heartbreaker for the Angels. But at least he's continuing to bat. He's continuing to play. And this is one of the admiral things about Shohei Otani is that he continues to play. He continues to play despite the risk that he poses on that tear, despite the fact that he could require surgery on that arm. He is continuing to play for this team. And that is such an admirable trait and just goes to show that he loves the game and he wants to contribute to the game. He wants to contribute for his team. And it's so beautiful to see that. And the other side of LA is dealing with injuries as well into one of their star pitchers, that being Tony Gonzalez. Gonzalez has confirmed that he will undergo Tommy John surgery. This is a huge blow for the Dodgers as Gonzalez has been a star pitcher for them last year. He pitched very well during his stints this year, has been injured quite a bit throughout 2023, but when he has pitched, he has looked every bit of himself despite his last start against the Marlins in which he gave up 10 runs. But besides that, he has looked very good again this season, of course, but now will likely miss all of 2024. I don't expect him to return. He initially went on the IL with forearm tightness and forearm inflammation, and that is never a good sign. That is never a good sign. Whenever you hear those words, that is a recipe for disaster. And sure enough, Tommy John surgery is the call. And so Tony Gonzalez will likely miss out on all of the 2024 season. Now, the Dodgers may be able to recover from this just fine. They've still got depth in their pitching staff, and they are likely to go out and make a splash in the market come the offseason. But this is still a blow for them. To lose a star pitcher, to lose one of their best, it's not going to feel good for them. But if there are any LA fans, if there are any LA fans, Angels or Dodgers fans that tune into the show... Tell me what you think about this one. Tell me what you're thinking when it comes to these injuries. Will y'all be all right? Or is this going to be tough? Is this going to be a heartbreaker? Let me know. Follow me on X link in the show notes and tell me what you're thinking or come on to clubhouse for the live rooms and tell me what you're thinking there as well. But that is the end of this episode. You guys we will be back here tomorrow morning for an episode of idiots in the news. And that will be followed by a new show on Friday. But until either the show later today on Clubhouse, you guys, or the Idiots in the News episode tomorrow, we'll see you real soon. Bye.